New York schools whack Columbus Day. One of New York City's most expensive restaurants goes totally meat-free. Tiffany launches a male engagement ring line. And what do you know? Everything I've been talking about since last April about hydroxychloroquine, proven true in a Texas study about the Chinese Communist Party Wuhan virus. Bold Alpha is presented by Davidoff of Geneva, makers of Camacho and the Camacho Corojo, built with authentic Honduran Corojo to deliver a bold experience for those that defy the status quo. Prepare for the intensity with Camacho Corojo. Camacho, strength and character. It's in our DNA. Available at DavidoffGeneva.com and by Gurkha. The world's finest cigars, including the new Gurkha San Miguel, a medium to full-bodied Nicaraguan puro that delights the senses with notes of white pepper, gentle earthiness, and a sweet honey-like finish. San Miguel by Gurkha. Visit GurkhaCigars.com. And welcome to Bold Alpha. Greetings and salutations. It is Alpha Dave, your global five-star general, Alpha Male-in-Chief, front and center from Command Center Alpha, and I welcome you to Bold Alpha, your home for Alpha Male lifestyle conversation and unabashed commentary. Well, first up, we go to New York, the disaster area of New York. And I've spoken to people that I know that live in New York that have said absolute disaster. City's not coming back. People moving out. de Blasio has destroyed the city with the lockdowns, with his horrible socialist policies. Total disaster. And, of course, we see political correctness rearing its very ugly head. Latest example, New York City public schools are scrapping Columbus Day, and they're also scrapping snow days. We'll get to that in a second. But Columbus Day is being replaced with indigenous... People's Day. The Department of Education said the shift towards recognizing Indigenous Peoples Day was done to place a spotlight on the history, cultures, and traditions of Indigenous people. Indigenous Peoples Day recognizes that Native people are the first inhabitants of the land that became our country, and putting it on the calendar spotlights the history, cultures, traditions of indigenous people. And we look forward to honoring this day next school year. Sorry, Columbus Day was put on the calendar to commemorate Christopher Columbus, the explorer that discovered the new world. Now, whether you like Christopher Columbus or not for discovering the new world and bringing old world people, Europeans, to the new world, whether it is North America or the West Indies, whether you like it or not, the explorer has a huge place in history, and certainly in American history. So for the political correctness crowd to say, well, it's politically incorrect because he discovered the New World, discovered North America, therefore, and, 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 and the land was overridden by Europeans and other people from across the world. Therefore, we are going to 
not celebrate this holiday. We're going to wipe it off the map. We are going to totally erase any semblance of Christopher Columbus. I'm sorry, you can't do that. If he didn't discover the new world, everybody wouldn't be here from all countries around the world. We wouldn't see people breaking down border walls to try to get into the United States of America. Now, you could say, well, he discovered North America. That includes Canada. Canada doesn't count. We're talking about, really, the United States. But you see, this is a little guilt trip that people of American descent, whether you are white, whether you are black, whether you are an immigrant, you now have to feel guilty for living in the United States of America. We have to feel guilty for supposedly being colonizers. We have to feel guilty for being a superpower. And by the way, that superpower, is that status eroding by the millisecond with Biden, or correction, Shadow President Obama and Shadow Vice President Valerie Jarrett. China is out to conquer the world. The internet, business, you name it. They're out to destroy the United States. And people say, well, that's never going to happen. We're, we're, they're, they're, we're a big market for them. They could care less. They'll come in, conquer us, and they'll still be, this will still be a huge market for those clowns. They are the enemy. The Chinese Communist Party, Xi Jinping, they are absolutely the enemies. But we have a problem, a systemic problem. You know, we always hear, oh, there's a systemic racist problem. We have the systemic voting problem. No, the only systemic problem we have today in the United States are these ultra-liberals who feel guilty about being Americans and shamed to be Americans and want to destroy American history and American culture. Now, I understand that the Native Americans, the American Indians, they were the first on the land. I get that. And people say, well, we need to make amends. Let me tell you something. Next life, I'm not coming back as Cigar or Alpha Dave. I'm coming back as Tonto Dave. And you want to know why? Take a look at the massive amounts of money that the tribes, the American Indian tribes, are raking in with gambling, casino uh, money. And that spreads down to people on the various reservations. Now, unfortunately, some tribes has, have not shared the wealth. But I can tell you the Seminole Indian tribe based in Florida, I believe if you are, from the time you are born, there's some massive amount of money, I think 150 or 180000 a year that goes into a trust fund, and you can remove it at 18. By the way, if you want to get college educated... That's picked up by the Seminole tribe. If you want to get a post-master's or post-undergraduate uh, uh, degree, you want to get a doctorate, you want to become a doctor, a lawyer, MBA, they'll pay for that too. You want to get a job working at one of the Hard Rock properties or Seminole casinos and eventually work your way up, they'll do that for you too. So they treat their citizens, the Seminoles treat their citizens extremely well. And oh, by the way, every year they also get a permanent amount of money. I think that's 180 or whatever thousand per year. In fact, they had something called Seminole Babies, where women would purposely snag a Seminole male, Seminole Indian male, get impregnated, and then boom, the next thing you know, they're saying, hey, I'm getting 160, 180 grand a year. I'm living large. And the Seminoles put a stop to that by saying, we're putting all that money into a trust fund, not for 
the parents were going to put that in for the child so that at 18, they will get that and they will be set. So the United States has bent over backward to accommodate indigenous peoples. So I don't buy this thing for a second that we should say, oh, Columbus Day's got to go. I don't call it Indigenous Peoples Day. It is Columbus Day. End of story. By the way, snow day's gone in New York. They're going virtual because over the pandemic, we've seen all these schools basically teaching virtually. They said, hey, snow day, you don't have to physically come in, but we can still teach virtually. So there you go. And when I was a kid, we'd wait for that radio announcement saying, all Buffalo public and parochial schools closed. We'd go back to bed, then we'd go out sledding, we'd go ice skating, snowball fights, you name it. It was a great way growing up. Those hallowed words, schools closed due to snow. It was an absolutely beautiful thing. Something that's not so beautiful, a restaurant in New York going totally vegan, totally meat-free, 11 Madison Park considered one of the finest restaurants in New York, one of the most expensive, too. I'll tell you that in just a second. Starting next month, they will be completely meatless and almost entirely vegan. Chef owner Daniel Hum told the Wall Street Journal, if 11 Madison Park is truly at the forefront of dining and culinary innovation, to me, it is crystal clear that this is the only place to go next. The restaurant is located on Madison Ave and 24th Street. It will reopen for in-person service June 10th with what he described as an 8 to 10 course menu in the main dining room consisting entirely of plant-based dishes. Now, the restaurant will still allow milk and honey for coffee and tea, so it's not technically all vegan. Now, here's one little tidbit. I talked to Cigar Sister Lynn, who lived in New York for many years, lives in one of the New York suburbs now. And I told her about this. She said, well, let me tell you about that place. It's like one of these prefix menu, 10 courses. And by the way, you need an electron microscope to see every course. It's like per se, which I call per so, per so Most overrated, expensive, crap, garbage restaurant I've ever been to, per se. Again, 10, 12 courses, some exotic things. Today, for your appetizer, we'll have stew of rabbit with a garnish of jalapeno. Like some weird dishes. And you'd see like two ounces. I kid you not. Most overrated. If you're ever thinking about going to Per Se, don't. Biggest ripoff on the planet. Now, this... 11 Madison Park Avenue, or 11 Madison Park Restaurant, isn't cheap either. It's like $350 or $375. Now, can you imagine paying $350 or $375 bucks before taxes and gratuity for a garnish of celery, for scalloped endives, for broccoli rosudo? Uh, 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 Whatever it is, risotto, risotto, yeah. Can you imagine paying that kind of money for vegetables, three fifty? By the time you're talking drinks, everything, you're talking four fifty. By the time you get out of there, maybe five hundred bucks. You're better off to go to Katz's Deli, get yourself a nice pastrami or corned beef sandwich for twenty bucks, twenty-two bucks. Get the fries or the potato latkes. 
Maybe the total bill there is $30, $32, and you will have a far better meal than 11 Madison Park. So good luck going meat-free and vegan. I'm sure there's going to be a rush. And let's face it, all those people that are vegan, they're all crunchy granola walking around in their Crocs, in their uh, Birkenstocks. You think they're going to spend four or $500 for a meal? Good luck. The owner-chef, Daniel Hum, is delusional. No chance that place succeeds. My prediction, they'll revert to a menu with meat within 90 days. For six decades, Camacho has been working hard to build the best damn cigars around, perfecting, preserving the authentic Corojo seed that's the foundation of the Camacho blends. They talk about strength and character, and that is in Camacho's DNA. And so is the Camacho Corojo cigar. Complex, flavorful, no compromises. It is bold, it is rich, it is tasty. And it's built using wrapper, binder, and filler that is grown and harvested in the legendary Hamastron Valley in Honduras. A fifth priming wrapper, deep, dark, rich, three primings in the filler. What you get is a cigar strikingly dark in appearance. Camacho Corojo makes a statement with intensity that's backed up by cedar and earthy notes. A bold experience for those that defy the status quo. Camacho, strength and character. It's in our DNA. Now, many men wear a wedding band. Women wear a wedding band, but most of the time they wear their engagement ring, diamond engagement ring, and they may have a diamond-encrusted wedding band. Well, there is a new trend that is growing, and Tiffany and company is jumping on it. They are launching male engagement rings. Now, the last time I looked, the man gave a woman an engagement ring, not the other way around. So now single ladies aren't the only ones that will have a ring put on their finger. Grooms-to-be are increasingly wearing or buying their own engagement bling. Tiffany debuting its first-ever men's engagement line this month. Actually, it kind of looks like a pinky ring with a diamond in the middle, but it looks kind of weird. I don't know. Sergeant Steve, I don't even know. Do you wear a wedding band? I do. Okay. Uh, could you imagine yourself wearing a, a ring with a diamond in the center on your ring finger as an engagement ring? No. Yeah, exactly. That's what I said. The platinum and t- a titanium design features a single, single emerald cut diamond up to five carats set in a knife edge band in what the jeweler described as a bold departure from the traditional wedding band. Now, prices have not been released. They will be the end of this month in May. But emerald-cut women's engagement rings run from $2,900 to $115,000 at Tiffany. Now, I don't know about this. I get the fact that they want to market and try to sell more rings. I understand that. But I just don't see... To me, it just seems very odd to see a man wearing a wedding band engagement ring with a diamond in the middle on his ring finger. Now, I can see a pinky ring with a diamond. You know, Sinatra, Dean Martin, Don Rickles, uh, Sammy Davis Jr., all the big stars. 
you know, all the big singers, they all wore that. It's cool. It looks good. I'm 100% in favor of the pinky ring. But that's alpha. Wearing it on the ring finger, not so much. I will pass. And if you're an alpha, so should you. Gurkha is known for producing the world's finest cigars. When you look at their blends, you look at their packaging, you look at the bands, everything about Gurkha screams quality. Gurkha has just released a new cigar that is totally about absolute taste and quality, the San Miguel by Gurkha. It's a Nicaraguan Puro, Nicaraguan wrapper, binder, and filler. Perfect, medium to full body balance, loaded with complexity, layers of flavor, including white pepper, a nice natural earth tone, finished with a sweet honey-like taste. San Miguel by Gurkha. Features 100% Aganorsa leaf, Nicaraguan shade grown Corojo wrapper, double Nicaraguan binder, Nicaraguan filler. If you're looking for a medium to full bodied beauty, go no further. Then the new San Miguel by Gurkha. Visit GurkhaCigars.com. Finally, I am right again. Let me pat myself on the back once again. Last April or May, when the Chinese Communist Party Wuhan virus really was uh, underway and we were seeing lockdowns, members stopped the spread for 15 days, and then phony Fauci and the scarf Martha Burks wanted another 30 days, and President Trump agreed. And finally, certain governors, Texas, Florida, said enough. We need to start opening up. We need to start getting back to normal. And by the way, this week, Governor Ron DeSantis announced that by executive order until a July 1st, new July 1st law takes effect, state opening, no more mask mandates, local municipalities, counties such as Tampa, St. Petersburg, Hillsborough County, Orange County, Dade County, Miami, Fort Lauderdale, they cannot enact any mask mandates. They cannot enact a mandate superseding or or uh, uh, higher than what the state is regulating. And so the governor, until that law takes effect July 1 by executive order, signed that order stating that no local municipality can continue with a mask mandate because there is no mask mandate in the state. Gone, bye-bye. Now, private businesses, if you're Disney World, if you're a supermarket, restaurant, you you can still require that. But it's about time. My feeling is this. We've all been told if you take the vaccine, we can get back to normal. As phony Fauci said, if you take the vaccine, you can get back to normal. We want to get people back to normal with herd immunity. So I beg you, take the vaccine so we can get rid of these masks. That's what they said. Aside from the fact that phony Fauci said we won't have a vaccine till probably sometime in 2021 or maybe even 2022. But President Trump saying we're going to have a vaccine by election day in the end of the year, that's just laughable. And everybody laughed. All the liberal politicians, all the liberal libstream media reporters and anchors, they all said it's no, there's no chance because phony Fauci said it's not going to happen. And lo and behold, one week after the election, it happened. Pfizer announces they're going for emergency use authorization. A couple of weeks after that, Moderna announcing they too are going for FDA emergency use authorization. And Trump, the Trump vaccine started really in full force by late November, early December. And by January, February, 
seniors were getting, most all seniors were getting vaccinated that wanted a vaccination. I think like 90%, 92% of seniors in Florida vaccinated. They were the first. And then the governor opened it up for people that were, I think, 65 plus. And then anybody that had uh, other conditions, I think 50 plus with other conditions. And then everybody now, I think 18 plus or 16 plus can get the vaccine. Plenty of vaccine available. Now we've got a situation where there's more supply than demand. But all along, I said early on that doctors on the front line, the physicians that are actually in a war against the Chinese Communist Party Wuhan virus were finding various treatments that were working. Now, phony Fauci said we have no, there's no treatments that are authorized by the FDA and we have no trials and double-blind and triple-blind trials, and we have no medications that can work, but there's, there's something that is around the corner, remvesidia, that we, we're optimistic, we're doing trials on, we think it's going to be a game, a game changer. Well, he committed $75 million of U.S. taxpayer funds, it gets emergency use authorization, and everybody makes a big deal about remvesidia, and by the way, a treatment over three, four days is three grand. And it only is available if you're in the hospital. And it's only available if you're really on the decline. And it really doesn't do jack shit. They said, well, it may, for those people that leave the hospital, it may reduce your hospital stay a day to a day and a half. For 3000 bucks, that ain't great. And so a number of physicians working the front line started reading about physicians in Europe and Africa and other places that were using various therapeutics, various drugs, pharmaceuticals that were widely available and inexpensive. And amongst those, and I started talking about this and touting this, and I say I'm not a physician. I say you should discuss if you got the CCP Wuhan virus, you should be proactive about your treatment. And if a physician, you tell him, look, I've done research, and I've always said to you, do your own research. Don't rely on me. Look at the facts. Do a search on hydroxychloroquine, on zinc, on azithromycin. Look for the videos. Read the literature. It's all out there. It's available, even though Google and Twitter and Facebook would like to censor that information, and they bury that information. But I have set a protocol, and we have found, doctors on the front line, a, pro a protocol of hydroxychloroquine, zinc, and one antibiotic, azithromycin or doxycycline, shown to have been effective. And instead of hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, in many other countries, has been shown to be a very effective treatment. And we had Fauci saying, I don't endorse it, it doesn't work, we don't authorize it, the FDA doesn't authorize it. And we had President Trump saying, hey, let's give it a try. It seems to be working. And as soon as President Trump said that, every Democrat, every bureaucrat, every Democrat governor said, this is nonsense, it doesn't work, because they, God forbid, they should give President Trump one lick of credit for suggesting something. Now, if it was Obama, I assure you, every member of the Libstream media, every Democrat governor, every Dem, you name it, every bureaucrat would say, how amazing to have a president such as President Barack Obama, 
who, who not only is a brilliant man, but just because of his brilliance, he did research and found that hydroxychloroquine could actually be an effective treatment at a very low price. We are so grateful to have a president, a man of such genius, a man of such intellect as President Barack Obama. I guarantee you that's exactly what would have been said if Barack Obama was the one saying, hey, look, let's uh, give hydroxychloroquine a try. But instead, because President Trump suggests it, based upon what he was hearing from physicians out treating patients on the front line, he said, let's give it a try. And of course, it was poo-pooed. It was it was it was touted as being as being uh, uh, you know witch doctor medicine. But yet, Doctor Phony Fauci, the last time he probably saw a patient in a clinical setting was 40 years ago. You've got physicians on the front line that were seeing patients, and what they found that in many cases, and there was a time when remember there was a seven, eight, ten day, two week delay in getting tests and getting test results in for the Chinese Communist Party Wuhan virus. So many physicians said, look, we're not going to wait. If somebody presents us with symptoms, we're going to just immediately prescribe hydroxychloroquine, zinc, azithromycin, and later down the road they started using some uh, uh, intramuscular dexamethasone or other steroids that were anti-inflammatory. And lo and behold, they start seeing results. They start seeing promising results. And the cost of the treatment, even if you don't have insurance, is about 25 to 30 bucks. Now, I had my physician write me back last May a prescription, just in case, for all, basically zinc you can get over the counter. That, I think, is you know, eight bucks for the 50 milligrams of zinc. But I had him write me a prescription for azithromycin, not a Z-Pack, regular azithromycin, and hydroxychloroquine. And I am still on a prophylactic dose of hydroxychloroquine, even though I've been vaccinated and I'm past the two-week mark. I think I'm now about three, three and a half weeks. I take one hydroxychloroquine every week. Every week, same time, same day, every week, I take it. No side effects. It works. Very common medicine. It has been prescribed for 40-plus years. It is safe. Kids can take it. Pregnant women can take it. It's used for many off-label, not just for people to get malaria. It's now used for many off-label uses. People that have other ailments are using it, and it's proven to be very effective. In fact, people that have MS, they've been taking it. It's an off-label use, but it's proven to be an effective drug. Why? Who knows? But it works. Same thing when it comes to the Chinese Communist Party Wuhan virus. And how do they initially come upon prescribing hydroxychloroquine? Very simple. And I talked about this. I think it was August 2007 in Virologist Journal, published by the NIH, that Fauci is a part of. There's a big headline stating that chloroquine, which is related to hydroxychloroquine, is shown to be an effective treatment in vitro, meaning in the lab dish or in, in a test tube, against the SARS-1 virus. And the Chinese Communist Party Wuhan virus shares, I think, 95% of the same RNA or DNA as the regular SARS-1 virus. 
Well, lo and behold, it starts working. Well, more proof once again. A group of Texas-based physicians and researchers, they published a study in the International Journal of Innovative Research in Medical Science. The results of studies involving a group of 320 Wuhan virus patients deemed high risk, that is over 50, with at least one comorbidity. They were able to add 549 more cases by the end of the study period, which was last December. Now, the group of physicians are small but vocal and dedicated, declaring that during the pandemic, the medical profession, disappointed, turned into watchful, uh, watchful watchers for the vast majority of cases, especially those cases that fit the study patient category, desperately needing care. In fact, I just talked to somebody this week, young. She's in her early 30s. She got the Wuhan virus a month ago. Got worse, got worse, called her physician. Her physician said, don't come in and see us. We don't treat anything. If it really gets worse, go into the emergency room. I'm sorry, that's not how you treat it. That physician should lose his license, his or her license. When you're at war with a virus, you don't have time for double, triple, quadruple studies that Fauci professes we all need. You see what works. When you're in a war and you're being shot at, you don't say, well, I'm not sure if this 50-millimeter gun is going to work, so let's do some studies, and in a year we'll come back and see if that works. No, you just shoot your ass off. That's how it works. Well, this is the exact same thing. Well, what they found was a reduction in Chinese Communist Party Wuhan virus hospitalization in their group by 88% and a reduction in the death rate of 75%. If you want to be specific, reduction in hospitalization of 87.6%, reduction in death by 74.9% by doing what? A $30 treatment of hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin, zinc, azithromycin or doxycycline, and a steroid, an anti-inflammatory. How do you like that? Less than 30 bucks for the week. And again, you reduce hospitalization by 88% and the death rate by 75%. Now, the key is you must administer treatment before the viral load explodes, and that happen happens on day five or six. So while we were wasting time waiting for tests to come back, last July, I have a friend of mine, took it, started to feel bad, Went to get a test, and they said, okay, uh, yeah, your test results should be back in about 10 days. He said, 10 days? This thing, I, I, I've read, this thing could explode in five or six days. What do I do? Well, you got to wait to get sick. He didn't do that. He called me, and he started to get sick. The only reason he tested, he went out for dinner with some, uh, to their uh, to neighbor's house. They ended up testing positive as a precaution. He went, his wife tested negative, he tested positive, and he got the symptoms. 85 years old. And he started to get worse and worse. He calls his physician. His physician gave him an anti-inflammatory. That's it. Getting worse. This is now like the fourth day. Fifth day. Called me up and I said, listen, I'm going to send you the information. Azithromycin, zinc, hydroxychloroquine. And also up your vitamin D, 10, 15,000 IU, vitamin C. Read the literature. Watch the videos I'm sending you. See the results. I'm not a physician but you should make your decision and be proactive. And if that's what you want as a treatment, you ought to call your physician. And if he doesn't prescribe it, find another physician. He called his physician back, said, look, 
friend of mine sent me this research. I'll send it to you. And uh, this is what I want. The physician said, I don't normally treat it like that, but you know what? We're in a war. I will prescribe it. He takes it that afternoon, gets up the next morning, starts to feel a sliver better. Takes another dose that night. By the time he goes to bed, night and day. Feels totally better. Next morning, gone. Everything done. Feels fantastic. Wants to go in the office. His wife says, no chance. You're staying home for another five days just to be on the safe side. It worked. Called his physician back, and his physician said, I almost feel like an idiot because I was listening to what Fauci said and what other physicians are saying. And you know what? I had to do some research. And he did and said, you know what? I'm going to start prescribing that to my patients, and I'm not going to wait. If they have any symptoms, that's it. They can still get the test, but I'll prescribe it. We'll be proactive. My fellow alphas, you too must be proactive. Do not allow phony Fauci, bureaucrats, or even physicians. If you, I always say, you've got to be your own best health advocate. Be proactive. Do the research. Many physicians just don't know. I've spoken to many physicians that say, well, that's not how we treat it. And I say, why? Well, that's just our protocol. And in fact, several patients up in western New York had to go to state Supreme Court because they wanted the ivermectin treatment. Two were in the ICU. The judge grants, authorizes the treatment, and lo and behold, as soon as they get the treatment, the next morning, they're coming out of the ICU. It works, and it's 30 bucks for the week of treatment. Go figure. So forget phony Fauci. Forget everything else you're hearing from these clowns. We have therapeutics. They work. But the problem is many physicians afraid to prescribe because of what phony Fauci has to say. Phony Fauci is a fraud. He is an absolute fraud, period. End of discussion. He wants to keep us masked up for the next two years. Governor DeSantis in Florida, I agree. Everybody can get a vaccine. And I say that come July 1st, you now have six, seven weeks to get vaccinated. You don't want to get vaccinated? Fine. You get the Wuhan virus, you assume responsibility and liability. But now the rest of the country is going to open, we're going to get back to normal, and we're going to ditch these damn masks. Alpha Dave, your global five-star general alpha male-in-chief. Happy Cinco de Mayo. Enjoy some great tequila. Don't forget, you can also always go over to our, uh, do a search for Bold Alpha, one of our uh, recent episodes. Our previous episode, we did an entire tequila tasting. And don't forget, if you like cigars, go to CigarDave.com, click on Officers Club, and get all the information about getting three great cigars shipped to you each and every month. Alpha Dave, your global five-star general and alpha male-in-chief, saying, screw phony Fauci, live it up. 